0: Good morning, and we are joined on the program once again by the Lieutenant Governor of the great state of Indiana, Suzanne Crouch. Good morning to you, Mrs. Crouch, and how are you doing on this glorious Friday?
1: You know what, Tom? I'm doing wonderful, and it's a beautiful day in
0: Indiana. Indeed. And uh, do you uh, have much as uh, far as uh, wind or damage or anything like that in the state capitol yesterday?
1: You know, just it was very blustery, as it was at elsewhere in the state, but no damage that i've been aware of so we all survived and on to another day
0: indeed and uh, of course uh the um legislative session uh rolls on and uh as far as w- where you where you sit uh as a uh, lieutenant governor and uh, president of the senate um how is the session going so far in the upper chamber
1: you know uh actually the session is going really well uh there's a real bipartisan spirit uh that i haven't you know, witnessed in past sessions, uh, and I think that bodes well for Hoosiers. Uh, This past week, which was the fifth week, we just finished the fifth week of the session, and of course, session ends the end of April. But what we passed, uh, the bills that kind of made it through the Senate that uh, particularly caught my eye and that I'm interested in, the mental health bill was amended, and it will be heard uh, in its final form for a vote next week. Uh, So that is extremely important uh, as it moves through the General Assembly. And then we passed the bill out of the Senate that uh, allows, makes it more affordable for foster families to go to state parks. Uh, These Hoosiers are uh, taking on the responsibility of some of our more vulnerable young children, and certainly, We want to give them all the support we can. So that was a great, a great bill. And of course, the House Ways and Means on the other side, uh, the House Ways and Means continues to take testimony on the budget bill, House Bill 1001. Uh, And as we've talked about before, Tom, that is the only bill that has to be passed this session. We're required to pass the budget bill.
0: Yeah, and that's the uh, the impetus of the uh, and thus the uh, the length of the session going all the way to the end of April. And as far as uh, property tax uh, reform, uh, uh, have you heard anything uh, new as far as uh, that's concerned? Where that stands,
1: I know that the House is going to have language to provide some kind of uh, relief to property taxpayers. Uh, you know, we know that because of the market, assessed valuations have gone up tremendously. And we're concerned about Hoosiers, um, you know, as they get that sticker shock here in the March when they get their tax bills. Uh, the General Assembly is very, very aware of that. And with the surplus that we do have, uh, it makes sense to try to give some kind of relief to property taxpayers this session.
0: And uh, some other bills that are uh, going through, uh, at least in the, the Senate, uh, are there others that uh, are getting a lot of uh, scrutiny or at least uh, some attention that uh, people should be aware of?
1: Well, the public health commission bill, uh, which of course will change the infrastructure of our public health uh, departments, uh, that is continues to move through the House. There's a version in the House and the Senate. Uh, that was a priority bill, not for the, not only for the governor but for both the House and the Senate. So that bill continues to. Um, be out there and continues to move through the process. And that will be extremely important because, as we all know, Indiana is not a very healthy state. So being able to put some resources uh, into getting Hoosiers healthier will be extremely important. And that is working through the system. Uh, There were some 1100 bills that were filed. Uh, So there's a lot of bills working through the process. Uh, At the end of the day, there'll probably be about 400 that'll be passed, that'll survive. Uh, but as we continue to move through the session, we're going to see more and more bills come through, and we're going to have more and more to talk about, Tom.
0: Indeed, and, of course, the rest of this month, and then you get into um, uh, halftime, and then uh, in March, and then uh, that's where, uh, if, if I remember the process correctly, that's where you'll see, see a lot of bills that will go uh, in conference committee and get hammered out there.
1: That's correct. Uh, The beginning of March uh, begins the beginning of the second half of the session. And so what will happen is that the bills that made it through the Senate will go over to the House. The bills that made it through the House will go over to the Senate. And then towards the end of April, they'll have conference committees where those bills that they haven't been able to agree on, they'll go to a committee where we have senators and representatives both. On that committee, and they'll try to hammer out the differences and pass bills uh, that can make it through both houses. So, yes, you've got the process down, Tom. This isn't your first time, is it?
0: No, ma'am. <laughs> no, and uh, not, <laughs> not not bad from uh, for somebody who actually was not uh, did not uh, was not born or uh, grew up in Indiana. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I did not. No, I uh, I grew up in uh, neighboring uh, Southwest Ohio.
1: Oh, well, we are. So glad you made the choice to come to
0: Indiana, Tom. well thank you i uh, I don't regret it one bit not absolutely it's it's been great it's uh, this is home now so but uh anyway <laughs> uh now now that we got the uh, that out of the way <laughs> we're, we're, we're done hearing about my uh uh lineage shall we say or my uh, residency um as another thing that uh came up this week that uh we uh Ran on our uh, radio station was uh, Senator uh, Gene Lysing from Oldenburg uh, uh, honored uh, the 4-H students in the house, and uh, we have a, a picture on our website wrbiradio.com. We see you uh, in the uh, at the podium um, as head of the Senate in that picture, and uh, it was on uh, Senate Concurrent Resolution 15.
1: That's correct. Uh, it was actually uh, actually I spoke to the 4-Hers before session. Uh, they had their leadership from all over the state that was there uh, and, and talked to them about the importance of agriculture, because I am Secretary of Agriculture and Rural Development, and how important 4-H is in developing our future leaders in agriculture. Uh, and so Senator Lysing had a resolution to honor the 4-Hers, and uh, they were in the gallery. And we were able to you know, have them enjoy that experience and just recognizing how important 4-H is to agriculture, but also in developing leadership skills in our young
0: people. And whether they uh, continue on into uh, agriculture as an adult or – they decide to uh, do something else i mean uh, you know as you say uh, mrs crouch is a it's an excellent thing that uh, 4h does for these kids and uh, develop uh, those leadership skills which uh, they can take on into their uh, future uh, careers and businesses and uh, lives in general
1: absolutely uh, you know it's it, it, when we think about all these youth groups whether it's 4h or whether it's girl scouts or boy scouts or you know you name it uh boys and girls club they were at the State House this past week. Uh, it's all about giving our young people experiences and the leadership skills and training so that they're prepared for life and they can move our state into the future. So it was great to be able to spend time with the 4-Hers and be able to recognize them in the Senate and uh, looking forward to the great things they're going to do for agriculture or, and for the state of Indiana.
0: All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with Indiana Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch right after this.
1: Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go.
0: And welcome back as we continue our chat with Indiana Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch and uh, Mrs. Crouch uh, of course you mentioned uh, heading up uh, the rural uh, egg affairs uh, and so forth and of course uh, you w- and uh, we also talked about uh, serving as president of the Senate uh, by virtue of uh, being lieutenant governor but uh, for uh, folks who may not be familiar what are some of the other uh, jobs that you uh, have as lieutenant governor
1: Oh my goodness well you know Tom <laughs> As lieutenant governor, I have more duties and responsibilities than any other lieutenant governor in the country. Because in most states, the only duty the lieutenant governor has is if the governor is incapacitated, the lieutenant governor steps in. But in Indiana, constitutionally, I'm president of the Senate. But then statutorily, I head up four agencies. So as you mentioned, I'm secretary of agriculture and rural development. I also head up our Indiana Housing and Community Development Authority, which supports and promotes affordable and workforce housing in Indiana. I head up the Office of Community and Rural Affairs, which gives out grant money to our small rural communities. And then in addition to that, I head up the Indiana Destination Development Corporation, which encompasses tourism and is about welcoming visitors to Indiana, and getting them to spend their money here. But in addition to that, I have a number of initiatives that I chair. Uh, I am chair of the Intellectual and Developmental Disability Task Force because we have 100,000 Hoosiers that have autism, Down syndrome, or cerebral palsy. So we work through that task force so that they can live and work and play in safe, accessible, affordable environments. But then, of course, I'm passionate about mental health, and addiction, uh, for personal reasons, have had family members that have struggled. Uh, And so, you know, I had co-chair the uh, Indiana Mental Health Roundtable. So just really uh, honored to be able to serve in so many roles for Hoosiers across our state.
0: Indeed. And of course, as a, uh, a review, once again, from our last uh, conversation, uh, you had uh, testified uh, before a, a committee and uh, a rare occasion for a sitting uh, lieutenant governor or governor uh, to do something like that, to testify on behalf of legislation. And uh, that's uh, you highlighted that, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, that it's a, a personal matter for you.
1: Well, that's right. Um, I went and testified in committee, which, as you pointed out, is highly unusual for governors and lieutenant governors to testify on bills in the legislature. But I did so because I, I saw, as a result of COVID, you know, an escalation in our mental health challenges and addiction challenges because we all went through periods of fear and uncertainty and isolation, depression. Uh, and so just seeing the amount of Hoosiers that were struggling, And from my own personal experience um, have had those struggles with my family members. Uh, As I shared in committee, my, my mother, you know, struggled with depression. Uh, My sister, younger sister in her early twenties died by suicide. Uh, Last November we buried my brother, Larry, who was an alcoholic. Uh, And and so having those family members that have struggled, uh, I knew personally, the challenges that they faced, and knew that all of us went through some kind of mental health challenge as a result of COVID, so now is the time for us to address that mental health challenge and addiction challenge that is, you know, is part of, you know, our state, and um, every Hoosier deserves to be happy and healthy and productive, and those Hoosiers that inherit gene predisposing to these conditions, uh, they deserve an opportunity to be successful. So I'm excited about Senate Bill 1 and optimistic for the future.
0: And uh, have you heard anything as far as uh, where that bill stands?
1: Well, the bill um, made it through second reading uh, in the Senate, and it'll be up for final approval next week. But it's it passed on a committee unanimously, so I think that is a bill that is going to Move through the Senate and move over to the House, and uh, we'll end up with, you know, moving forward and helping Hoosiers that are struggling.
0: And uh, speaking of uh, next week, as we continue our conversation with Indiana Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch, um, what are you, uh, what's on uh, the Senate's radar, and uh, can you give us kind of a preview of uh, what to uh, expect next week?
1: Well, Senate Bill 1, of course, will be uh, up for final. Uh, hearing. Uh, there will be a number of other bills um, you know, that are going to probably work their way through the system because we had something like, I think we had in double digits, committee reports that actually passed out of committee. And so they're all going to be on the calendar and be available for amendments. A uh, no, number of the bills are moving to the second reading. Uh, there was an annexation bill uh, that passed out of the Senate this past week. So it's going to be a busy, busy time. But if, if, if your listeners want to know what's going on and what bills are going to be heard, and if they even want to tune in to committee hearings or to actual session, they can go to www.in.gov and they can access those hearings and those session days and, and see what's going on themselves.
0: Indeed, and uh, finally, uh, Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch, uh, congratulations on being presented an award by the Indiana Mineral Aggregates Association.
1: Well, it was a surprise and certainly an honor. And you know, the aggregates, uh, aggregate Indiana aggregate companies are companies that produce crushed stone, sand, gravel, slag, and similar products, and are really the ones that are kind of laying down the infrastructure, you know, providing the materials for that infrastructure and economic development that comes as a result. So it was really an honor to be uh, recognized by them. Uh, It was a surprise, but uh, I certainly uh, am thrilled to be an honorary Aggie. And here's what's so interesting to me, Tom. When I was in high school, I went down to Texas A&M University on a National Science Foundation scholarship to study geology. And, of course, Texas A&M, they're Aggies. So when I was recognized as an honorary Aggie, it kind of took me back to those days when I was a young young kid, you know, down at Texas A&M University, you know, kind of experiencing life. But great a great honor they they really are the ones that are uh responsible for the, the roads the bridges the streets uh you know the everything that has to do with agri- with um, with infrastructure
0: indeed and uh you know of course you mentioned, of course Texas A&M uh Utah state also uh, home of the Aggies but uh I take it you you've never made a trip to Utah state
1: no I've not been to <laughs> Utah state I have not but okay. uh been, been to all of our great many of our great universities and colleges in indiana
0: all right there you go awesome all right well uh, with that uh, we'll adjourn uh, this session and uh, lieutenant governor suzanne crouch we appreciate your time as always this morning stay well and uh, we look forward to uh, visiting with you again in two weeks
1: i look forward to it tom you have a great weekend